Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Last Monday, the Financial Times gave part of my job to a robot. For years, I've been making podcast versions of my column, but now I'm faced with stiff competition in the shape of experimental Amy. She is vastly undercutting me on price, is a quick learner, and always does precisely what she's told. On the downside, I dare say she's a less convivial colleague than I am, but then you can't have everything. Being replaced by a robot is every worker's worst nightmare, and when I discovered that she was muscling in on my act, I was understandably distressed. Yet once I got over the outrage and sat down and listened to her work, I started to feel better. I know it's early days for her, but at the moment, Amy is no match for me. Instead, according to my partial ear, she's absolutely useless. To be fair, Amy does have some things going for her. For a start, she has a great voice. When I started recording my columns a decade ago, one listener wrote in to complain that my nasal estuarine twang meant he had to stop listening at once. By contrast, Amy's voice has an agreeably low timbre and is smooth as velvet. Her second advantage is that she's practically free. She's part of a new service from Amazon called Polly, to which the FT subscribes and the marginal cost of each podcast is tiny. Even more impressive is her speed. Less than two seconds after receiving my written text, she's supplied a spoken version of it which means that by the time I've cleared my throat and started to read last Monday the finance, she's already finished. In her case, there's no kerfuffle involved and she does the job single-handedly. By contrast, my recording involves a producer, the use of a studio, the necessity of the two of us exchanging emails to confirm a mutually convenient time, and then some idle pleasantries when we meet. It involves setting up equipment and then editing the clip to iron out all my stumbling. It's half an hour of the producer's time and about 15 minutes of mine. That would swing it if what Amy produced was halfway decent. But it isn't. She keeps putting her full stops in the wrong places. She runs words together when they should be kept apart. Her grasp of syntax is patchy. And listening to her is not like listening to a non-English speaker read but to someone without brain or heart or sense of humour. Indeed, her delivery is so poor that I don't even understand the column when she reads it, which is saying something, given that I wrote it. Amy's learning curve is very steep. A couple of years ago, all the mass-market voice bots sounded like Stephen Hawking. Every day, Amy's learning algorithms help her improve. Her weird timing will be fixed... Her intonation will get better. She'll be able to do ersatz emotion and some jokes too. But Amy will never be able to read with understanding. Amy will never know when to pause and when to sneer. Amy will never do irony. She will continue to get it wrong. In the last, she isn't alone. I also make mistakes when I read. 
Sometimes there's a clanging in the background. Sometimes I read too fast or I'm a bit too emphatic. But I fancy that listeners don't treat our failings equally. When a human screws up, the audience understands why. Quite often, a mistake makes us feel more closely tied to the person who's made it. But when a robot makes a mistake, we don't sympathise and are likely to lose faith in the whole undertaking. In the end, I don't resent Amy because she's about to steal my job, but I do dislike her for reading my columns like that. Put through her mangle, I see them as the most impenetrable, dreariest things ever written. Amy could make a decent stab in reading the shipping forecast or the football results. She will very soon be good enough to read anything predictable. But that's the point about a decent column. If it's predictable, it's not good enough.